0: All right, everybody, it's Scoots here, and I'm going to take you on a little uh, journey. It's time for a real time recipe episode. And the recipe we're going to be using, or one of them, is uh, made by uh, a moderator of the listener Facebook group, a friend of mine, Stacy. And I'm going to have links to Stacy's Instagram and uh, Stacy's podcast, all the things Stacy's is working on uh because it's really an honor to sh- to share and also like uh, I got to repurpose this recipe so we're going to do it three different ways but first I want to take in a little walk hey. hey it's good to see you uh, yeah it's time to make it it's time to make a breakfast uh, br- i guess technically brunch so thanks for meeting me here under this lovely tree and you see well don't we usually meet at your apartment or at the, the grocery store and I see yeah, tonight we're going to do stuff a little bit different because it's not nighttime it's daytime and yeah it's nice standing under this under this tree you know there's no leaves on the tree because it's winter time but oh boy is that a nice tree do i love this tree l o v e t r e e no you know, i never heard that before I don't have any odes for this tree, but it's a tree near you and me. Let's start walking here. We're walking down this street of mine, and it's important uh, for, for me to take a walk with you. One, because we're going to order our food or our, our ingredients, um, even though they're already ordered. You know, this is the magic of podcasting. And because we just the time period we're in, but also like, uh, you see, you, okay, fair enough. One was the last time I was at TJ's. I actually have no idea. I'm trying to think, honestly, I know I've been there. There was one day, well, here's what happened. The last time I went, wa- like I went, but I wanted to go, I said to myself, okay, I'm going to get up early and go. Is that when it happened? Or is that the second time? Was that two times ago? I definitely haven't been in 21 and it was, uh, I think before the holidays in 2020, I went, I tried to get an early start. Maybe I'm, I'm pictu- I can see myself in there. Okay. Oh, so don't worry. I can see myself there. Maybe it was between the holidays. I don't know. I know I went there before Thanksgiving. I think that was the time I actually got there when it opened but it was raining, and I waited in line to go in. I guess I'm still taking it. There. My goal was to get something to have. No, this was no. Okay, this was between Thanksgiving and Christmas because uh, I said, "Okay, let me figure out what we're going to have for a Christmas meal or a Christmas Eve meal." And they had that. I, I talked about it before a pancetta wrapped a pork roast, and that was pretty good. But they didn't have that, and they actually didn't have anything that I could prepare. So I think I made pot roast, which is you know, pot roast in the InstaPot is an easy, tasty dish. I had the I had the pot the the roast to, to put in the pot, the InstaPot roast. Though it's not instant, it takes a while. Or maybe pork shoulder. Those are the two things I make in Instapot. That would be considered holiday-style meals. But I went there for that. That was the last time I was there that I, that I remember. And I got a cruciferous crunch for Koa. What else did I get while I was there? Coffee. I didn't get enough coffee. And that's one That's one of the things I miss the most, is there are two coffees that I drink so much, French Roast and the French vanilla, uh, dormez-vous, right? It's uh, like cuku cuku coucher, cuku cuckoo cuku Sorry, that was an accident. I didn't mean to put in that much. That was a natural stutter, Mrs. Robinson. Let me tell you how much of the coffee that I love from there. I have replaced it like unfortunately I've had to go to the big box grocery store just because I don't have time to, to be in line. But now so I'm virtually taking you there through this magical app we call a podcast app as we walk together on the sidewalk. This we're we're just passing what would be known as Christmas Tree Lane. You know, but we're in twenty twenty one now. Um and it's important. Tr- trust me, this walk is important. My oven's preheating. Someone's monitoring it, though. I, not turn, I did not turn the oven on and leave the house alone. And no, Koa's not the oven monitor. So that would be good. Probably not. You say, Koa, can you bark if the oven needs to be shut off and you have an oven that shuts off with a certain dog bark? You know, that would that's certain to work out so well. Uh, so, okay. Where were we? Oh, the last time I was at TJ's the last two times, maybe one memory combined. Oh, I got, um, what's that called? The Kringle almond Kringle. They had that one of the last two times I was there. So I got that. It was just a Trader Joe's review podcast. I guess part of it is. So I definitely got that probably whole milk and mozzarella because I used that to make pizza on Fridays. What else What I've got while I was there? Maybe pizza crust. And they have this, uh, I talked about it too, maybe. They have this pre-baked pizza crust. and Not like a traditional round pizza. They're rectangular that I enjoy. Probably got tomatoes, of course, and broccoli for my, my puppy Pucco. Uh, onions. I try to always buy onions and garlic. One of the two trips I got the, the Trader Joe's JoJo ice cream, um, because uh, I said, well, I should get that. Oh, oh this is something I mean, it's out of season now, and it, you may have heard me say this before, but maybe I haven't said it publicly. My body does not, or Trader Joe's eggnog and my body do not agree with one another, um. And like either one, light or regular, and, I, and I'm not sure which the ingredient, every year I say, let me line up the ingredients with Trader Joe's and they're not the lone offender. There is a couple, one or two other ones that of course I didn't remember that say, they say, they give me a little tummy, tummy poo. Uh, no other ones don't. I don't know if it's goo goop or, uh, carnauba wax. It might be, uh. Essence of xanthum is another one. I say, which one of those are the ones my tummy poop doesn't want, like? So those are I mean, these. Are, these are some of my memories of Trader Joe's. You see, what, what, what this that's like an ode to 2020. Remembering, remember when I would frolic in these aisles? I mean, now it's a little bit more efficient, and I don't know if we have the data to back up which takes longer. But I just waiting outside, just not for me. To go in, it just make like I am not engaged with grocery purchasing, and then I am like, "Well, I should be working on the podcast," so I can't do it. I don't. I think I shared this with you. This was a long time ago, probably in the summer. But I was in line waiting to go to Trader Joe's. I was listening to a podcast, and I was wearing a Bright Sessions podcast t shirt from the famous uh, Lauren Shippen podcast, The Bright Sessions which if you haven't listened to it, you should listen to it. Have you listened to it? Okay, well, listen to it again? Or, yeah, put it. why don't you listen to it in a different podcast app just to see, enjoy it once more? But so standing there in line, and, you know, I tend to be pretty cranky, and this gentleman kept looking at me, and I said, uh, that gentleman seems to be looking at me. And then I said, Scoots, it's only your imagination. And I said, well... I don't know. He keeps looking at me. Maybe it's something like my purple bandana. Maybe it's my, my hair. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he's looking at me. I said, no, 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 he's not looking at you. It's all in your mind. And then he couldn't take it anymore. And he was looking. He came up to me and he held up his phone at a distance and showed me that he was listening to the Bright Sessions while I was standing in line with a Bright Sessions t-shirt. Small world? I don't know, but pretty cool. Great news for podcasting. That's the kind of stuff that podcasters would get kick our heels about because you say, okay, well, like, because uh, believe it or not, only one out of five people regularly listen to podcasts. And I always say, man, I feel bad for all those people that are missing out on all this good stuff. So, those are some thoughts I had. Uh, Let's see, what else? The last time I was at Trader Joe's, you're trying to get me to tell you more. I didn't buy, I'm trying to not buy any treats or anything because I got to do a calling of my cabinets at some point. What else? I picture myself there. I don't think I bought anything new. I'm trying to think if they had anything new. One thing in the last like 12 to 16 months that I bought there a few times. And this is, you know, an allergen for some people, but a peanut butter powder or peanut butter flour, which I use in smoothies. And that is holy moly good. It, uh, I never just thought of it. I could use it in one of these recipes I'm talking about tonight. But, uh, yeah, that's just another thing that I was thinking about is, uh, peanut butter, I don't know, whatever I was talking about, peanut butter uh, powder. Peanut butter powder, it does sound nice, but I've I've bought that a couple times in the last year. I know it's been a while since we've cooked together. It just, uh, I don't know, I, I, I needed some time. But that brings up the first two ingredients that we need if we were at TJ's. We we I think we would have a good we we think we'd have an eighty percent chance of getting these two ingredients. I know one of them would be like in the high nineties, and that's almond flour. So we need almond flour, and we need coconut flour. Which I say I don't know if they probably have that. It sounds like something they could have at Trader Joe's, uh, but you know I didn't purchase either one of those there. I purchased them. I don't know where I got them from. I mean, one of the, like, it was either delivered or I went to the, like, big box grocery store. Oh, I dream of having Wegmans out here. Even though I worked for Wegmans and it didn't work out, that's, like, the most popular big grocery store. And I don't think it started in Syracuse. I think it started in Rochester, but that was a big one in Syracuse. Um, And I, I, ever, I told you that story, right, how I... uh. Be careful, like learn to listen to the people that have your best interests at heart and not for the glamour. But back in the day when I was just a lad, you could get a job. I'm pretty sure at 14 or 15, like if you got a job when you were 14 or 15, you could only, you were very limited in how many hours you could work and the time you had to stop working. I'm not sure if it was 14 or 15. It was definitely pre-16. And, uh, we like, the easiest place to get a job, not the easiest, but one of the common places to get a job was Wegmans. And kids that were older than you worked there. I guess I was in seventh grade. I want to see. Yeah, so maybe I was in eighth grade. I don't know. Maybe I was in ninth grade. I don't know. But one of those years I got a job at Wegmans, along with most of my, a large number of my friends. Here's a fact I haven't shared, and I feel bad about this, so when I got the job you you have to go for your training uh, or a couple different kinds of training, some of which was is in person, but some of which was at some sort of remote location. I didn't have a car, and i like uh like my family was uh, like unable to drive me, and no one was there uh so I was home by myself the night before. And I didn't do anything. This was before I got wild. This was when I was just eighth grade or ninth grade. I think it was the summer between eighth grade and ninth grade. No, no, it's definitely, hmm, I don't know. But so, not important. But so, one of the people I got a job I went to middle school with, so maybe I was a freshman in high school, or maybe I was almost going to be a sophomore, so i would have been 15. But she had a car, so she was older than me, I guess, because she had a car. So maybe I was 15 and she was 16, and there was one other person, and we said, we'll meet at the Wegmans we're working, we got our job at. And she would drive us to, which was like about a 20-minute walk from my house. And we were supposed to meet there at 8, and I rarely oversleep. And I, for some reason, the alarm I set didn't go off, and she was calling my house, and she said, where are you? We're waiting here at Wegmans. And I said, oh, goodness. uh and I had to run all the way to that Wegman's, uh, and we were i think we were late. I, f- I feel bad about that. I'm sorry. It wasn't actually. I thought I sent. Th- I, s- I slept in my parents' bed. That's where the trouble started, because they had an alarm clock in a big bed, and no one was there. I don't know. Is that strange. Uh, I mean, it was a giant bed. I said, "Well, I'm going to sleep in this giant bed for for like, uh, and live the large life." I was probably staying up playing video games. Okay, so anyway, back to reality. We don't have Wagmans. Oh, so I oh I got to finish the story, right? The, the, not the, the story I went off topic about. So I got a job there, started working there as a cashier. And I don't think I can overstate that how difficult that job is and how much people take it for granted, or I did. What I learned is like that it was a very intense, you're doing customer service and da- data entry, and you're, you know, you are and like uh, checking people out all at the same time. And I'm not suited for any of those things. And I found that out. And you're standing, which is not easy for whatever four to six to eight hour shifts. And so it quickly did not go well because my attention to detail and my ability to, Smile whenever needed was not uh, happening. So, but I remember th- this uh, for a friend of mine uh, who's uh, like uh, up there somewhere, Alfred, he said, uh, You don't want to be a cashier. You want to work in either the bakery or the dairy or the fruits and vegetables department. Trust me. And I said, "This he doesn't know what he's talking about. The, the cashiers are where the action is, man. That's where the fame, you know, that's where Hollywood finds celebrities. And that's where, where like, they, that as a kid you always dream of being the, at least I did, of being the cashier. <laughs> because of the cashiers I had were good. They were smiling and making you feel good and efficient. And also there's, like, cool kids like my Pat friend pat's brother dan he was a cashier he was good at it though so it turns out i wasn't uh, good at it, and i should have stayed in, i should have worked in the bakery or in produce that's where i think alfred worked but i didn't so there's that story so okay but but i was going to tell another story because so these the almond and the coconut flour are going to be foundations of this uh, dish, right? Uh, that Stacy gave us and I thought oh well this is also about the founding of the um so the listeners have their own Facebook group uh and the two women that founded it were Laura and Alexandra the flowers of this group listener group uh you know they sent me a Antonio Banderas blanket yeah that's from them uh the the, the whole Facebook group uh and they sent me like this uh, great audio message with all these people saying, thank you. It was amazing. It was, I cried and then I cried and then I cried some more. But so I was thinking about that. It's like, uh, so they just reached out to me, I think separately. This was in like 2014 or something. They said, hey, uh, there should be a group for people that listen to podcasts to get together and I don't know what I said back, like, basically, like, uh, between the, my job and the podcast, I don't really have any bandwidth, plus I'm not, like, exactly extroverted. And then I think, I said, well, let me introduce the two of you to one another, because you both want to start something. And then they I said, "Could like, I think it'd be better if you just started independent of the podcast. So I could try to be a member of it. And then I said, but I would appreciate it, you know, if we figure out a way to make it uh a safe place with, uh, without, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that makes social media too intense uh, for me, at least. And I think they started out and they moderated it very well, but eventually they needed to get some extra moderators in there to help them. You know, people come and go. So there was like, uh, oh, and so these are some of the other things we're going to need is uh, these two sugars. These are sugar substitutes from Swerve. Uh, I love saying that, Swerve, man. So I have Swerve granulated sugar and Swerve brown sugar. Here, I have it with me. See that? It feels like, even though it's in a bag, it feels like brown sugar in the brown sugar one, huh? So these sugars will represent the former, like, uh, Lida and Summer, uh, because, uh, like, uh, they're both very sweet people, I guess. I don't know. Uh, no subs- there's no substitute for them, we'll say. Uh, but you know, people can be a moderator, but you can't, you know, not everybody, it does like I said, I can't even, couldn't even start a group like that because I said, well, I just don't, I can't fit it in. And it's not for me, so you say, okay, well, I like just like other kind of commitments. You see, I could do that for six months. So those those are four of the ingredients we need. Another one we need is uh, that the create puts some air into it is a baking soda, and so the baking soda will represent uh, the other the other former moderator, Julie. So. Uh, like that'll be another thing that uh, creates a chemical reaction that allows, we'll, we'll like, to put some, air, to aerate things. I think that's a baking. We're using baking powder in this recipe, which I have at home. Uh, Then we'll have salt, uh, which I think we'll just say salt rubbers. You know, that's just an element, so it's already there. pre nodrators there was salt. Uh, we can all agree on that. Yeah, I'm carrying it with us on our walk because I want to. I have an important thing about our walk uh, before we get back. So, um, what was it? Oh, I'm going through the ingredients now, and I'm starting to forget uh, what else we need. So, just pardon me. Well, there's eggs. So I think uh, that uh, we'll use large eggs for this one. And I, when I think of eggs. Uh, Well, I know Alexandra has chickens, uh, but I also think of like uh, a teacher, which would be Sarah, one of the narrators, is a teacher because they say like uh, being a teacher is like kind of managing uh, a a chick, chick little chickadees or hens, you know, things running around and saying, "Okay, let's have our focus here. So that's that's what, what, what those eggs will be. So and we'll use large eggs. Um, and the next ingredient I have in here is a cinnamon. And when I think cinnamon, I think of Julie C. Because the C, but also because like uh, Julie's one of the listeners I've met in the notaries. I met like Alexandra and then the people have come to the live show live shows uh but uh i think of when i think of cinnamon like uh, julie c is the one who came up with uh, who said hey what about uh friends beyond the binary and i think like the, the idea of uh julie c added this ingredient that uh you could like, like I said, this podcast is missing something in the greeting that, that doesn't make it feel as welcoming. How do I come up with it? Uh, just like when you eat something, you say, What is this that uh, adds a layer to it? or This is missing something. You won't be missing anything with cinnamon or the ideas from Julie C. So that's the next one. Um, and then. Another important thing is having, a, like, a, in this case, it's a vanilla we're going to put in there. And that makes me think of a Jennifer, our narrator, Because, again, you see, well, this is an essential ingredient to add something. And that you might not know, like especially being a noderator, it's not flashy, as flashy as people think, much like being a cashier. Like I said, like... uh and sometimes you miss out. You see, but if if there wasn't the vanilla in there, vanilla extract in this case, so you'd say, "Well, this is missing something." It is, and without the cinnamon and the vanilla extract, you wouldn't have something as special. So that that's uh, that's what uh, Jennifer adds. And then now, luckily, I brought this in a special container so we could do it with purpose. Is uh, butter. And like butter is something, you know, that, that adds flavor. I don't know. It does. I don't know if it emulsifies or bonds or whatever, but you'd say butter is a big part of it. Uh, and that reminds me of the moderator, Keith, and in the group, it seems like Keith, Keith adds a lot of like songs and, and, and fun things, uh, that, uh, like, if you were using butter in another situation, you say, Oh, butter makes it smooth, you know, like you say, rub some butter on it and then it'll like uh, get rid of the chafing. So, uh, well, but, well, butter isn't associated with being lighthearted and, uh, like, uh, you, you, that's the connection I make, uh, with Keith. But so, yeah, the, 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 that group of people on and off and some of them on the whole time have, uh, Started the group and then maintained this just group of listeners who just support one another and be kind. And so that's always been amazing to me. So we're going to turn here and you can see this piece of, uh, what do you call this piece of dirt here? So there's like, uh, we're on the sidewalk, right? On the left are people's homes in their yards. Then there's sidewalk. Then on the right, there's these other... Small patches of grass. Dog bathrooms would be another way to refer to them as. uh, Though some people don't make it, they make them undog friendly. Some people say, I don't bother. It's a dog bathroom. Just keep it as dirt. I like those people. Other people say, let's put something that uh, either grass or some sort of, uh, now I see people using more and more hardy, like local or drought-tolerant plants or mulch. What is that called, Between the Sidewalk and the Road? Because I could write a book about that. You would say, my story, my life between the sidewalk and the road, as a dog, couldn't sell a book called As a Dog Bathroom. Uh, you could put it, maybe you could put that in parentheses after the book title, but I don't know what you'd call it anyway. It's like, uh, my life as a dog bathroom. That wouldn't work. Uh, but you see, my life between the sidewalk and the road. Probably just a poem. Oh yeah, I, I like that idea. But it was uh, the the these that that kind of place. Other than dogs going, my, my dog and other dogs going to the bathroom a lot of times uh, is a place where I find magical things that people have left outside with an F R E E sign. F R, our F R E E sign on it. Now we're not allowed to do that where I live now, and I haven't actually like one time. My landlord thought that I was the one that broke the rule and sent out a text and I said, No, no, it's not my thing that's out there for F-R-E-E. Because he said, Well that's not allowed. We're like uh and I said, Okay, I understand. Uh yeah, but uh we're and before so usually I just put my stuff I, I did have one thing free recently, but I just said, Text me when you're here and then I'll bring it out. You know, I posted it on the CL for for free. And you got to do that twice because usually you have like eight people that don't show up. Uh, so there was that. Oh, so th- this is right where I found, and it's it was a Sunday. I was coming back for my run. That's when I find the magic stuff because garbage day is Monday night. And I guess they think if you put it on, on a Saturday or Sunday, probably more people walking probably your homes, so you, you see, like, I gotta, you got to get rid of this. I told you 50,000 times. Uh, so this one was a waffle maker. Now, it wasn't in the box, but it said free, only used twice. And it had um, even had the instruction manual taped to it. And I think it's implied when you say only used twice that it still works. Like, sometimes people put free still works or free doesn't work. It did have, I wouldn't call it an albatross, but I think it was like two or three uh, Decembers ago. uh, Between December, between Christmas and New Year's, I was coming back for a run. It was just starting to rain. And I found there's a TV box for a brand new TV. And it said free. And I said, hey, I might as well take this. Uh, And I think it said works, uh, TV works, speakers don't but it was in like a brand new 2018 TV box, but it was really like a 2007 TV. And I used that as a monitor for my, it was too big for my computer monitor, but I was stubborn. I said, I'm going to use it anyway. It took up my whole desk. Uh, and so then I stopped using my desk. So eventually because of 2020, I, I got, I, I put, that was what I put on free Craigslist free. And somebody picked it up. Uh, so it was in my place for like two years. Uh, it was a poor thing didn't get much attention, but th- so here I found this waffle maker, and I never, I never owned a waffle maker. My mother owns a waffle maker, I think, and uh, so I said, "Free, only use twice." Uh, and part of me sometimes says, "Just keep walking." The old, uh, the old condo in me, you know, that little piece of Marie that lives deep inside me. And, so, but Marie would be proud of me in this case, because I said, he said, keep walking, do not stop and do not stop and pick up that waffle maker. But the little boy didn't, he said, but it's a waffle maker. We don't have a wa- like, what do we have to lose here? And then it got me. He said, well, what if we walk by it? And then when you regret not trying it to see if it actually works. So we could always leave it sitting around our apartment for two or three years, and then put it on Craigslist and only used it three times. And I said, "Okay, you're right. You're right." So we, I took it home that day. I haven't named it, but oh boy, has this become a staple of my home? This waffle maker, this little waffle maker of mine. It it won't be long that it'll shine. And I'm not sure if I made something that day or not, uh, but but I, I don't think I ran home and cooked waffles that day that I can think of. And I didn't go on any blogs that that day or night. But the first thing I waffled, which this is a re- this is a free recipe. We're not going to make it because we're making Stacy's recipes. And oh, let's let's start. But well, I'll talk, I'll show you the waffle maker because we're back. Uh, and you could start preparing. Now we're going to make this Stacy's dish three ways. Two ways are already in production. So we really only have to make it one way now with with us together. So first thing I want you to do is you brought a sifter, right? No? Okay, well, first thing is Google how to replace a sifter. And then I want you to take... a. The, the, so I have everything laid out because I already made it. Uh, oh, what did I use to sift? A, 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 a sifter substitute. Okay, but you're going to take a, a, a half cup of almond flour and four tablespoons of coconut flour, okay? And, uh, oh, what are we making? Cinnamon coffee cake three ways, uh, my dear. What do you think? We're, we're making it in honor of... Uh, the listener Facebook group and the Nodirators, narrating Coffee Cake. Okay, so a half cup of almond flour and four tablespoons of coconut flour and one teaspoon of baking powder, okay? And sift that up while I talk about this waffle maker. This is a Presto. I don't know if it, I want to, I call it Presto. I'm going to start calling it Presto 9000. And you'd say, "Scoots, would you recommend me purchasing a Presto 9000? thousand?" I'd say "No I don't this is the only waffle maker I've ever known, So I can't say for sure that this is a waffle this is a waffle maker for me. So what did I do? I came home, I wiped it off uh, and then I don't know if it was the first day or the second day, but I really lucked out in this some sense because I've been trying to eat a, more oatmeal. My friend Lauren, who makes a criminal podcast. And I have been talking oatmeal, like different oatmeals. So I've been eating more oatmeal, but then a lot of times my oatmeal's cold. So I said, wait a second, I have a cold day old oatmeal in my refrigerator in a bowl. And I have a waffle maker here, and I don't have the wherewithal. I just think it was a whatever day. So it's either a Sunday or Monday. And on a Monday, I can't have waffles just because it's too much of a treat and I'm not, can't have any treat till my day. That like Saturday or Sunday, so I said, okay. Well, we can't have that. Like, so we can't have a waffle. I'm all. I'm. A, I'm into all or nothing living. Yes, but so I said, well, I wonder what happened if I put. uh And then that same part of me, the condo within me, said, "Are you going to read the instructions?" <laughs> and I said, I laughed like that. I said, "Well, if you what well, you say it now, the only instruction I read other than plug it in, uh." And that, like, was that uh, don't spray it. You don't need to spray it with anything. So what's the first thing I did was, oh, then you preheat it for four minutes. Uh, So I preheated it. And then, of course, I sprayed it because, uh, and I think maybe it said four minutes aside for waffles. So I sprayed it just because I said, oatmeal, I don't want to ruin the waffle maker on the first try by following the instructions. I mean, who would do that? Okay, great job on sifting. While you're doing that, can you take uh, the five tablespoons of butter that I've been carrying around? You know, these this is uh, uh side warmed butter. I've been carrying it next to me, so it's it's human warmed butter. It's been melted. It's been melted by my heart. So first, first successful. Uh, this butter, this butter says I've been melted by your heart, Scoots. So that butter's ready. Um. And then what you could do is, uh, we got the oven preheated because there's stuff in the oven. Um, is, uh, okay. Oh, did you put, the, can you put salt in there with the, what you've sifted? Great job sifting, by the way. Like, if I ever need anybody to sift or anything, you're, you're at the top of my list. Okay. So in a separate bowl, you're going to combine the butter. The eggs, and the great thing is we didn't heat the butter. It's just warm, just so it's soft. Uh, so the four eggs, the butter, the vanilla. Why don't you mix those first and then add the the, the, the yeah, just go ahead and do that. You're right. So then what I did was I put, um, I just put the oatmeal, once the, the thing was pre- preheated, I just put it in there. I sprayed it first, which I think was wrong. Because it's really hard to clean the spray out of there. But so then I sprayed it and then I put the oatmeal in and then I waffled the oatmeal. And I realized that like 2018 just called and said, yeah, everybody's waffling everything in 2018 scoots. Where were you? And I say, trying to listen to Marie Kondo and not buy a waffle maker irresponsibly. But I can tell you that the waffling of the oatmeal I followed I think I said, let's do three minutes instead of four minutes because this isn't a waffle uh and I so I did three minutes each side. Now it came out not uh, like a waffle, but not like oatmeal, like so it was oatmeal, but it had a little bit of crispiness and caramelization to it, and this was oatmeal that I made in the instapot with blueberries uh and a little bit of cinnamon sugar. And since then, I've upped my game to add a little bit of some sort of fat, like I added, like, so that when you, then you don't need to spray it. Um, it doesn't hold up as well, but the last time I made the, the, the like, so I'll make uh, one cup of oatmeal, two cups of liquid, whatever liquid you want, milk, almond milk, whatever. Uh, then you could put like bananas in there or fruits, and the great thing about the Instapot is then the fruits kind of cook with the oatmeal, so they kind of fall apart and really spread the flavor around. So bananas and blueberries are what I like in there. But I also added some coconut—what uh, was that called? Coconut oil at that time, maybe a tablespoon of it, and that really added something. Uh, But this time it was just a canola oil spray and old oatmeal. And it still came out good. The only thing I added to it was uh, some, like, ready-made whipped cream, generic from the big box grocery store, because it's a low-impact way to, like, make something feel luxurious. Uh, Okay, so you're done with that. So now we're going to put in... Uh, two tablespoons of Swerve brown sugar substitute and two tablespoons of Swerve granulated sugar substitute, and you have the vanilla in there. One of the one of the ones I made. So I made two different. So before you got here, I made cupcakes with this recipe and a cake in a square like a brownie cake pan. And in the cake one, I added quarter, like was I added like a ripe banana and some walnuts, so that'll kind of give us like a cinnamon banana bread type version. The cupcakes are just a straight race recipe, and Sophia loves the cupcake versions of these because it's easy to have as a snack. Uh, And um, another, like, oh, but when I made the cupcakes, sorry, I did change it. I added, instead of uh, vanilla extract for the cupcakes, I added almond extract. And then instead of, uh, five tablespoons of butter, I added three tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of coconut oil. But this one, we're staying true to Stacy's, uh, thing, even though we're not following scoots can, I can never do anything straightforward. It's just, uh, it's not how I I operate. Okay. So, uh, where was I? I totally am lost. Um, Oh, you're. Oh, so you've got the sugar. Let me just double check. So we have cinnamon, uh, sugar, eggs, vanilla, and butter, and you're you're getting that together. And then you can, um, once you do that, then start, uh, you don't want to over mix it, I guess, uh, but you want to, um, uh, stir the liquid ingredient into the dry ingredients, and then grab my spatula too while you stir it. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and stir at your own pace. Um, the waffle maker is he is been preheating for three and a half minutes. So, um, so that's like the, so the oatmeal comes out pretty good in a waffle maker. I, now, the good thing is about having a free waffle maker is you don't have to worry about well, what if that messes up the waffle maker? Like, if you got it as a gift or paid for it, you'd say, because, oh, yeah, I've put everything in here now, like sandwiches, uh, oatmeal is probably the wildest one. I'm trying to think of other stuff. I haven't done everything yet, but I've definitely, I say, well, if I'm going to eat something, I might as well put it in the waffle, waffle of first. I mean, I have, oh, I what do you call that, seitan, seitan? But not not that kind of satan. s-e-i-t-i-a-n or whatever it's like vital wheat gluten or something it's like a meat substitute that did not work in the waffle maker but i did make a quesadilla from it that did work a waffle dia. so that had seitan satan not satan seitan i don't know how to say it but uh So they had that meat substitute and cheese and sour cream, I think, uh, and tortillas. And I just waffled that. came out delicious. That one, I I may have sprayed on that one too, which I probably, maybe I didn't. And I said, wow, it still came out fine. Uh, But I see why they say don't spray it because it's just not made for spray. Also, that you want to have something heavy around. Again, this is why I don't pay. This is why I'm glad. This is a Presto 9000. It could t- take anything because it's half imaginary. But I really do take my, uh, what is that called? What is this thing called that I'm holding in my hand? Oh, a cast iron frying pan. And then I put that on top. Uh, so that smooshes down things like the ceiton, uh quesadilla or sandwiches. Oh, what sandwiches have I made? Uh, pastrami on rye, roast beef on rye, Swiss and uh, sauerkraut on rye, PB and J. I plan on making. Well, anyway, let's get. We gotta get. We gotta get this in here. So the great thing is you, you're you're ready to go. I've run this recipe before because I wasn't about to. You know, I did not want to embarrass Stacy by first of all. Changing, you know, how to cook a recipe. Just so you know, in the oven, when you make these, the ones I made here that were pulling out of the oven, they were in the oven for 20 20 to 25 minutes. You just want to make sure they're golden brown. See, oh boy, don't those look good. Yeah, they smell delicious. So um, So we're going to pour the batter in. The batter will make about two... For the Presto 9000, two full waffles, which is technically eight waffles, because this is one big circle that's in quarters. And according to Waffle Box International, because I've checked the different, you know, made other waffles on the weekend, uh, the... that equals four waffles. One of these waffles is the equivalent of four waffles. And if you're getting technical, now this Stacy's recipe will make eight waffles, then, or for us, two waffles. Uh, so yeah, about half the batter. Yeah, just, oh, wow. And that's it. We close it up. And now I'm going to do, th- I do three minutes aside with this one. So we're going to, um, we're going to prep everything, and I, I highly suggest go ahead and have one of the cupcakes by themselves. Like, they're, when they're warm, they don't really need anything. I mean, they're, like, already buttery. Yeah, Oh wow, isn't that good? Yeah, and then we'll cut this cake up. And, again, you could add something, but the spirit of Stacy's recipe is that this is, like, just, just great by itself. Like, you don't have to add any real sugar. I mean, the only thing I will we'll put whipped cream on this waffle uh, once it's done. But uh, yeah, so so go ahead, have the that's yeah, that's the banana walnut, and yeah, and just think about like as we eat, we're eating with gratitude towards the narrators and for Stacy for not just being a narrator of the Facebook group, it, like uh, so she she's nourishing the community of sleep with me listeners and us. Uh, but really as we eat it, uh, think about the nourishment of kindness and treating people with dignity and respect. Uh, and sometimes it's a nourishment, we don't even know we're getting, uh, till we're already full. And you say, wow, like, uh, uh, and it's easy to forget. you know, we're all human beings and so nobody's perfect and nobody can, nobody's, you know, we just want to try to slow down. And for me, at least I got to speak for myself. Uh, But I'm just amazed at the kindness of all those people Alexandra, Laura, Summer, Sarah, Stacy, Julie, Julie, Jennifer, Keith, Lida, everybody that put, you know, that they put their time and caring into the, the community for other people. And, you know, almost, it's almost time to flip it. Uh, Not quite time. I I know. I get like that too. It's like kind of steaming out. Uh, The good thing is with the waffle, you don't have to add, you don't have to use the cast iron pan because it's a batter. Whereas something else, yeah, we'd have to like weigh it down or whatever. But yeah, so um, what was I saying? I have no idea. Oh, I mean, oh, other waffle things. Here's the thing. If you don't have a waffle maker, again, Stacy's recipe, you just make it as a coffee cake. You can make it as coffee cupcakes. Uh, if you want to make waffles, another way I've done it is that I have a cast iron griddle on one side and a grill on the other side. And I'll make like, uh, I call them waffle cakes. That's what I, before I had a waffle maker, that's what I'd make, uh. It's kind of like a pancake. It's kind of like a waffle. You make it on the grill. Again, this is an indoor cast iron grill. And so you cook it on one side and then you flip it and cook it on the other. It's kind of like a striped waffle. But I mean, this waffle maker has brought me joy. I can't believe, not to, I'm sure that like, uh, you should only buy a waffle maker if you like, uh, it gets like that's the nice thing about having the Presto 9000. I say, okay. I'm using this thing and it's bringing me joy, but I also didn't buy it on an impulse. I just picked it up on the street. Oh, yeah, we were supposed to flip. Oh, you flipped it 40 seconds ago. Thank you. Thank goodness. Uh, Okay, so let's get our plates together. I'll be honest that this, you know, we had a little bit of stuff. Usually of 25% of one of these waffles to 50% is enough for me for regular breakfast. Uh, so like, that's all I'm going to have, but I'm going to get my, our plates ready here because usually yeah, if you eat it right out of there and, uh, we'll always need to do is plug the, uh, unplug the thing. But uh, yeah, while we're saying, I just wanted to say thanks, uh, uh, like, uh, for, for being here for me. And I know we had to, we had to do this virtually. So I appreciate you virtually joining me, uh. And, uh, like, uh, but it's cool how I have that person running the food right to you because you're, you're just like not that far away. And how much I appreciate everybody's kindness for the podcast. Uh, you know, it, it, but, but uh, these moderators, uh, really not readers uh, that you put so much work, uh, in time into other people in a community is such an example of uh, the world that I want to live in. And uh, I really, really appreciate it. Okay, yeah, you're getting ready? Well, we're almost ready. We got about 40 more seconds. uh, And, yeah, we could count down as everybody drifts off into dreamland, and then we'll enjoy these wonderful cakes and waffles by way of Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. And, uh, yeah, I could say, like, uh, I could count down from 10, but, like, longer than, like, 9. Then what comes after nine, I always wonder, is like another number, eight is the number that comes after nine, and then you count down, you go ten, nine, eight, and then you say eight, eight, eight was seven, nine, eight, seven, really, if nine, eight, seven, then it would be six, uh, and then it would say, oh, five, four, three, two, one, because it's time to take you in. What I do is I just flip it. I drop the waffle on the plate like that. Uh, and we're done. Soft and pillowy, like a trip off to dreamland. A good night.